The following episode of the podcast contains major spoilers for Uncharted 4. I recommend you do not listen to this if you plan to play the game in future. You have been warned. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Gamers Without Borders podcast. It's uh, just me, Nick, this week, no Brad. But we've decided to that uh, I've decided to make this episode because I've fin- I recently finished playing Uncharted Four, and I love that game. And I thought I want to talk about it, and I want to discuss it with someone. So I I looked all through the internet, and I found a very good friend of mine. He's a fantastic podcaster. He's basically the Sam Drake to my Nathan Drake. It's John of the One Track Gamers. Hey, game on. Hey, everybody. See, far more professional intro than my own. Already, he's beating me. That's that's okay. It, it's it's uh, okay. But yeah, Uncharted 4. Great game. It is a fantastic game. Yeah, I def- definitely like, especially, I don't want to jump right to the end, but the ending really got me. I was not expecting that at all. Oh. Oh yeah, the the epilogue. Yeah, the epilogue. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. I thought you got that spoiled. No, I got uh, spoiled. Um, the thing that got spoiled for me is that I knew that a daughter happened, but um, okay. I thought I didn't know if that was true or not. So uh, once, okay. um, yeah, we'll get to that and get into that later. Yeah, but no, I think. Um, well, I think mainly, I th- it's I think one of the best looking games, perhaps I think of this generation. It just <laughs> looks incredible. Yes, I do agree with that. Um, that uh, the Uncharted Four and Witcher Three um, are yeah. basically the best looking console games ever. Mm. So so far, definitely. Yes. Yeah, because um, I don't usually bother, but playing Uncharted Four, I was using the photo mode so much. Oh, really? And um, yeah. Anyone who um has read my uh, written review, which I'll post a link to when this episode goes up on the website, will know that I included some pictures that I took while playing the game trying to be a photographer and i was just blown away by that really yeah yeah i, I mean i didn't really get to play it with it much uh, because i've been just first i played it three through three times uh first was my first playthrough then yeah. the crushing mode and then the speed run so i haven't really got to play with the photo mode but now since yeah. i get to have my time to play with it mm. have a lot of fun time yeah i haven't I, I i will do a second run through but um i don't quite know when because I, di- I didn't want to jump straight back into it why not well, because it's like you've done it and it's kind of like you've come off that big high and to just kind of go straight back in, I kind no. of felt like it would devalue it. I don't know about that. I mean, like I, when I started the crushing mode, that was a, my second playthrough and um, it was really challenging, but it was really um, fun to challenge myself to yeah. fight the the enemies because I like find different routes to play and it's just yeah. challenging just in a fun way. Well, it's, it's it's actually funny funny you bring up the challenge, and I don't I didn't want to do negative stuff early on, but I felt this game was a lot harder than the previous three because the AI was much more intelligent. Yes, because like in in the original games, you could sort of you could stay in one spot in the big sort of fights and you'd be fine. Whereas this time, I found that if I stayed still, I was dead within a second. Oh yeah, exactly. And yeah, and it's like I can't do that anymore. So many so many deaths, even in my first yeah. playthrough. So many times just hearing, Nate! <laughs> Nate, no! <laughs> uh, someone just needs to make a compilation of like all of those. Uh, yeah. A remix. Oh, dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> you got Nate. that. You got that, Nick. 
Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to make you, that. You got that. Game is like Borders Records. <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah, um, because yeah, the, the thing that kind of bugged me is that I felt like they tried to make this game into a stealth game. Oh yeah, that's um, that's one of the things I didn't really find um that really fun. Yeah, I didn't like it either because like I always felt with the previous games that um, like it was first and foremost a shooting game, and then if you wanted to use stealth, you could. Whereas this time around, it felt like they were forcing you to use stealth and like you couldn't fight your way out. Yeah. So like you can't defeat like the armored enemies if you're not in stealth and little things like that, and it's like this doesn't feel right. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, and uh, the the stealth thing it also is is hard to keep track of the enemies walking around. Yeah, because they put in that yeah. like Metal Gear Solid style enemy marker, but I didn't really find myself using it. No, me neither. Because I, I kind of think it threw out the pacing a bit. Like, Uncharted's quite a fast-paced game, and yet it wanted you to, like, stay in one spot and mark everyone. In Uncharted 4? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't really use that much. I used it, like, at the beginning when it introduced that mechanic. Yeah. But then, like, as I played through, I just ran, tried to stealth my way, and then mm. got caught. Oh, so it's time to guns ablaze this place. Mm. Definitely. But um, yeah, like that's that's one of the small complaints I had. I, I did start to feel, is this not as much of an Uncharted game as the original games were? Because the original games are great, and I do start to wonder, like, is it is it right that they stop now before they sort of ruin it? Oh yeah, uh, they. I think they just mostly took what they used in The Last of Us mm. and put it into this game. But the Definitely. weird thing is, um, the stealth part in The Last of Us, you had a distraction. You can throw a bottle mm. and distract an enemy. In this one, all you can do is hide. Yeah. And there's nothing you can throw to distract an, an, an enemy. Which, yeah, like, I I, I, know, I know what you mean, but I wonder if they maybe avoided that because they didn't just want it come across like, here's The Last of Us with an uncharted skin over the top. That's true, but then why add the stealth mechanic without distraction? True, true. It is. That's that's a fair point. Come on, Naughty Dog. We're going to tweet you. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they're definitely going to listen to like two random podcasters exactly although i say that although you you have you managed to get a tweet favorited by uh emily rose so you obviously have some power no what else? it's just like one random power That's anybody a, i would take that power oh a like yeah a like from like a few famous video game people i would take that okay okay you can i mean That's you guys you can do that too Anybody can simply do that. Yeah, which is basically just a subtle way of saying, please like my tweets. Yeah. <laughs> Someone like me somewhere. I like it. Mm. Um, so what did you think of the game's story? Uh, story I liked. It's um, yeah. just, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just a very nice and simple story. It's just not very convoluted with... Uh, any mythical things, any um, supernatural yeah. items either. It's just one. It feels like a, a realistic storytelling. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad they took that out because like, the story felt a lot more grounded. Like For, for a long time, I was thinking, right, when are they going to shoehorn in some supernatural element? And, um, and uh, yeah, but which they never seemed to really fit in the other games. Like It just seemed to be a way to try and introduce more powerful enemies. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. So I, I, the story felt much more grown up, and it felt like it was dealing with much more grown up sort of themes. Yeah, exactly. 
because like you have the whole thing of like like I, I love that scene where you're in Nathan Drake's attic and he's like he's got that toy gun and he's pretending to shoot things. Yeah, that was that like, was a, you, a nostalgia trip. Of, yeah, you can sort of see how like he's sort of trying to remember his old life and it's quite like I I this I I thought it was a very uh, powerful sort of moment. It was. Mm. Oh, we it, definitely have we have to talk about the Crash Bandicoot thing. <laughs> of course we do. I cannot believe that. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. I thought it was just, oh, there's a little nice little Easter egg. But then when yeah. we got to be able to control Crash, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, literally, I spent I spent a good two minutes just looking at the screen, like, waiting for the cutscene to move on, not knowing you could control Crash. Yeah. But um, I should say to my shame, I wasn't able to finish the level. <laughs> oh, you suck. <laughs> yeah, does, does, it, does the cutscene go any differently if you finish it? Well... Well, when I, when I uh, played that one, I lost. I mean, I didn't. I completed the level, but I didn't beat her score, so I, it's uh, pretty okay. much the same. Oh, I wonder if it's maybe not possible to beat her score. Like you can finish it, but you can't get the right score. I don't know. But um, yeah, because like that that moment for me, I was like, yes, this is this is like proper nostalgia. <laughs> exactly. They're just giving you a whole nostalgia trip after the attic, right straight to Crash Bandicoot. Yes, straight to that, and uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, obviously, who doesn't like Elena in HD? So, oh, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, we're very childish people. <laughs> I also want to apologize. I was inadvertently I've broken my one rule about podcasting and was handed some food partway through. So you might hear me eating during this podcast, and I sincerely apologize. Very, very professional. Look, literally, I get, I get, I get so annoyed at Brad if he's like drinking coffee or eating anything when we record Gamers Without Borders, and it's just I try to avoid it, but literally, someone has just handed me some food, and it's going to go cold otherwise. Well, I can understand drinking, but the food thing—that's that's oh. that's something else. Oh, don't you might make me feel really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, people. If you ha- if you're hearing me eat rice pudding, I sincerely apologize. Rice pudding. Shut how's up. It, how is that rice pudding? It's very nice, actually. Okay. If anyone would like rice pudding, please email gamersthatborders at gmail.com and I will find the recipe. Oh, okay. There you go. I was, I was not being entirely serious. Like, you can email me, but I didn't You can. Make you can, because you yeah. said it, and now it's on the podcast. Ugh, I could just edit it out, though. <laughs> no. I have the recorded <laughs> version. I will, le- I will release it in the internet. Oh, so we're going to release two separate versions of this? <laughs> yes. Oh dear. I think we've got off topic. Uh, I'm trying to think of other sort of big things in the game. What did you make of the driving? I wasn't a big fan of that. Oh really? No, yeah, because um, there wasn't a clear path. Uh, I got lost a couple times. Um, when I first got introduced to driving in the, was that F? Where the, was searching for the volcano. Yeah. Um, I was kind of lost at first driving around because I, there, I thought I could at least pop up a map. To see, oh, yeah. this is where I'm supposed to go. But no, I'm just heading straight towards anywhere. Yeah. I will say that was kind of annoying. And especially when like you got to an area, it was full of enemies. And then it, you just realized it was like a side area. Yeah. And like, but um, there were I, there were like lots of little attentions to detail that I liked. Like, you know, you have to use the whip, the winch. Yes. I like how you actually had to walk around the tree and actually like make a circle rather than just press a button and it magically connect. Yeah. That and, like was little touches like that I thought were really cool. But I think really the well, I think the vehicle bit came into its best during the big sort of set piece chase through the town, which oh. most fans of the game had seen at E three, I think last year. But to actually play it, that was incredible. Indeed, that was just like 
like the set pieces in Uncharted have always been good, like the whole the train uh, in Uncharted Two and the uh, the plane in Uncharted Three. But this just was something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's fine. This is yeah. This is again. This is a, this is a pretty sort of free flowing podcast. So we might have sort of <laughs> gaps as mainly John can't be asked to reply when I say nice things. I, I no, I I'm just agreeing with you. <laughs> you could be a bit more vocal in your agreement. No, no. I already, I already voiced my my opinion. I'm just not a, a fan of it. Mm, I guess fair. that's the, um, I don't know. I just it took me out of the uncharted element. Um, yeah, I, I know, I know what you mean. The I, the one thing that I did like about the jeep or driving around is the the conversation between yeah. the characters. And I love that how if you got out of the jeep when you got back in, they were like, "What are we talking about?" Oh yeah, <laughs> and it was like little things like that, and it was um. Which always, which made me chuckle, and I think that's always what Uncharted's done well—the sort of inter- incidental dialogue. Yeah, the um, just the dialogue between the characters, like throughout the whole game, um, yeah. you have someone with you, pretty much. Yeah, I th- yeah. There aren't many points where you're entirely on your own. I think, like, one of my favorite scenes, admittedly, is the one where you have to climb up that clock tower. Yes, I thought that was amazing. That was it's yeah. just the, the moment where like you're at the bottom and you can look right to the way to the top and you're like oh my god i've got to climb that <laughs> and that felt like one of the proper platforming puzzles which yeah. um, which i think is what the game's always been about really yeah the, the the puzzles in this game they weren't very like extraordinary they're just simple puzzles yeah i um i got stuck for ages on the puzzle um do you know the one where you had to get across a room and some of the floor panels exploded really you got stuck there okay i'll explain why okay i was playing that region of the game like half 11 at night so i I was too tired i shouldn't have been playing it but basically i got it into my head that instead of getting to the other side you had to get to the center square of the other side which is actually impossible so i i had the right route for like 10 minutes and i was like why can't i get over there and then i realized right at the end oh i've just got to go into the far corner (laughs) although speaking of that segment those exploding mummies oh Oh, my god exactly my gosh because i what confused me with that is they're like there's a comment right at the beginning implying there's like trip wires on the floor but i swear like they just get triggered by chance like there's no way not to trigger them i thought there was when you get near them is when it oh i I don't know because um if you ever play the crushing mode i'm not going to because i do not want to do that sequence on crushing. yes that sequence pissed me the hell off. It's like if, one little explosion, you're pretty much done already. Yeah, because even on normal mode, I found like I'd set one of them off. I'd run away. I'd be miles away. And somehow I'd still get caught in the explosion. Yeah. Which okay. um, I'm kind of like, what? And yeah, I got that was probably like one of the most frustrating points for me. Uh, yep. <laughs> just, uh, just never again. <laughs> nope. Nope. Mm. But I did it. And it was. Yeah, so did I. Well, yep, yeah, there's that. So you're just saying you're better than me? Yeah. <laughs> fine, fine. If you're going to be like that. Well, if you were to get that crushing trophy, then we'll be even. Yeah, but no. no. I've got better things I got better things to do. Oh, so you're not an Uncharted fan then, right? No, I just don't want to... <laughs> you don't want to suffer Sip through it. it. Yeah, exactly. Because you're not an Uncharted suffer. fan. Oh, no, I'm going to lose all my Uncharted respect now. Yep, yep. Oh, Uncharted gamers... Get- Says no. Yeah. Nona North is going to send me like just sad letters. <laughs> I thought you liked it. <laughs> oh dear. Um, well, I'm just trying to think of the next thing. 
Um, okay, J- much like in Uncharted Two, uh, this game put you in like the middle of the middle of the game, uh, and then it obviously went backwards. Did you think this game's opening was better than Uncharted Two? No. Okay. Well, uh, make your, make your case. Yes, uh, the Uncharted Two showed um, like the character has been through a lot. Because yeah. right, right on Uncharted 2, he's been like, what, bleeding? And there's a yeah. falling from a train. And, mm. and this one, they're just on a way to a journey. And there hasn't really been that much. They're just being chased. Yeah. But the one thing I, I liked that this game did is that when you didn't have to play the same bit, bit of the game twice. That's true. Because I find that really annoying in Uncharted 2 that like, it, does, it doesn't even change. When you, when you get to that point in the actual story, that like section is completely identical whereas yep. whereas in uncharted 4 when you get to that point it sort of does like a compressed version and just kind of skips along a bit it's because they learned they learned what yes. the gamers have said yep because yeah because it's weird because i've seen a lot of people going oh uncharted 2's opening is still better and i was like what it is no. <laughs> it is it's still I, better I, I actually i i don't get a lot of the love for uncharted 2 like it was a great game, don't get me wrong, but oh. I don't think it's the best in the series. Oh, yeah. I... For me, I think it goes um, three, well, four, three, two, one. No golden abyss. Oh, I don't have a Vita. Oh, yeah, I know. And nowadays, you can pick one up for about five pence, but still, five pence. So I have yeah. to trade in my pants in to get pence. a Vita. No, pants. Just <laughs> cents. <laughs> Oh, so literally, we we've known each other for what, like, almost two years, and you still make jokes about stuff like that. Of course, I'm still the same person. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> uh, um, what else? What else? Well, okay. What did you make of the final boss? Final boss. Uh, yeah. Oh, the sword fighting. Um, yeah, it was unique. I liked it. Yes, yes. I liked the like. It had. It was a bit. It had some quick time elements, but it felt like a bit more of a proper boss. Because you had to like predict movements and things. Yeah. Whereas like, like Uncharted One and Uncharted Three, it was just press button. And Uncharted Two was an actual boss. Yeah. So I would say like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I've, I can't. I never got on really with the Uncharted Two boss because when I played it originally, I, I used the cheat way. What a cheat way. Yeah, they patched it uh, in the in the remake, but um, there was like a rock that you could hang the hang on the side of, and it meant that Lazarevich wouldn't throw any grenades at you, and you could just oh. shoot him and then jump to the other end and shoot him and shoot him and shoot him, and that was fine. Yeah, that's that's cheat. Yeah, trying to no, cheat the system. And then I was so annoying when I found out they patched that in the Nathan Drake collection. I was like, oh, I've got to do this properly now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I actually I found it took me a good like twenty minutes, thirty minutes to do that boss. Because like you're trying to you're trying to predict his movements, but he's moving so fast that like yeah, I mu- I have no idea how bad that must have been on crushing. Oh yeah, I I had to cheat on that one. Um, oh what cheat? Af- after you beat the game, you get to unlock yeah. those um, modifiers, and I okay. put I put it on slow motion. Oh of course. So I very slowly watched his movements and yeah. completely like mashed the button that I'm supposed to block with. So yeah. that's that's one way I cheated with. Do you unlock those modifiers if you just complete it on normal, or do you have to like complete it on hard? Or no, yeah. You, once you complete the oh, game, it I, unlocks I everything. That. Yeah, and also on um in crushing, you get an infinite ammo as well. So that's yeah. another modifier that was very handy. <laughs> yeah, because I I had heard people mention there were modifiers, but I thought you had to go some special way to unlock them. 
Oh no, yeah, it's just like on the past Uncharted. I think I don't even know if it's, it was like the same, but all you have to do is just go to the bonus, and then um, I guess you spend your points. Uh, and okay, it, and it unlocks. Oh wow, cool! I'll definitely definitely look into that. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought yeah, the fi- I thought the final boss was quite good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, I think we should maybe talk about the epilogue. <laughs> epilogue, yes. Yeah. Oh wow, I, that completely shocked me. Yeah, because I was um. So the the spoiler that I saw was um, Ellie, well, no, Cassie, um, yeah. was there. Yeah. Nate and Nate Drake has a daughter named Cassie, and that's the spoiler I saw yeah. on, on Twitter. Um, but mm. what I th- when I saw the Nate Drake and um, Sam all land on the port, yeah, and I thought that was done. I was like, oh, oh okay. You know, I, th- I, I thought I was the exact same. I thought it was going to end there. Yeah, and basically hint at a future game with Sam as the protagonist. Yeah, because like Sam goes to Sally, like, hey, have you got a job for me? And I was like, oh, is that we're going to end it? And then like epilogue, and I was like, Jesus. Yeah, I was and like took yeah. me by surprise. And I didn't even twig because, like, I literally only I thought, could that be a daughter? And then it's when like she's walking around the house and she's like, "Mom, Dad," and I was like, "Yeah, no, this is definitely happening." Oh man, I got I got goosebumps when I just walking around like, "Oh man," it's like, yeah. That, that's the thing I like about like storytelling. Um, when a yeah. story goes into an epilogue moment like that, it just like shows years after, shows yes. the life after. I was just like, man, that just gives me a great feeling. Yeah, that felt like. A sort of really nice definitive way to end the series like i kind of would have been annoyed if they'd ended it on a bit of a cliffhanger and gone like maybe nathan drake will have more adventures but like i think it's quite nice how they've just gone no this is how we want to end it yeah exactly but um yeah so i kind of hope the series sort of ends here and just that's it and just accept that we've had four great games mm, yeah i agree with that but well five well five but i i can't comment on the vita game but the, the Vita game is still fun. Yeah, I, I heard, I heard, I heard good things. Yeah, it's fun. That I guess it's a prequel to everything. I, I thought it was set between one and two, but I don't know for sure. No, I don't think so because he doesn't mention anything about. Oh, okay, I forgot her name. <laughs> Elena. Yes, Elena. Jesus, she favorited one of your tweets, and you can't remember her name. <laughs> I can't remember. I'm like oh. Ellie? No, because I got Ellie in my mind. See, you you told, said I'm not a true fan. You can't even remember one of the main characters' names. I have I have a shit memory. Oh no, yeah, my memory is so bad. <laughs> Literally, this past year, uh, don't drink alcohol, kids. Yeah, it makes don't. your memory worse, far worse. <laughs> Only adults can drink alcohol. Yeah, even if you're an adult, maybe don't drink all the time because bad things happen. Uh, not all the time. Uh, I disagree, but I sense. I mean. Yeah, this okay. is not the place to have this conversation. <laughs> we, when we're finished recording, I will happily have this conversation with you. Let's derail the podcast. Yeah, this always happens. Whenever me and you get together and do podcasts, this always happens. What? Well, fine. You know, fine, it's, it's, Nick. It's, let's go back to Uncharted. Fine. Um, <laughs> are there are there any other little things you didn't like? Uh, no. I mean, like that's that's pretty much it. Just, uh, the the whole open world. Just when you explore it, I, I didn't yeah. really like that. Um, no, that that's pretty much it. Everything else was fantastic in the game. I I had a real problem with them. Um, they changed the melee combat. Oh, because you, you know how in the old games, square was punch, circle was dodge, and like twi- and triangle was like counter, and you could counter punches. Oh yeah, you can't do that in four. So every time I was going to punch someone, I was trying to counter, and you just can't. Oh, which, which really annoyed me. Like I was like three quarters of the way through the game and still trying to do that. 
and that just really got on my nerves. Mm-hmm. And it did annoy me that, especially early on, there's loads of like scripted melee fights where like you're not supposed to win. Oh yeah. So I kept getting hit, and I was like, "What the hell am I doing wrong?" And then you wait, you wait five seconds, and it's like a cutscene plays, and you're like, oh, "Okay, cool." But um, one really cool thing I liked is that did you know that all the cutscenes were done in real time? Yeah, I could, so, I could t- yeah. see that. So like it like so, what we mean by that for people who are listening is like if whatever weapons you were carrying uh, as the cutscene triggered would be what appear on Nathan Drake's back, as opposed to like set sort of weapons which just little tweaks like that i just i'm really surprised they've been able to pull it off because that's just that to me i think adds to that re- adds to the sort of sense of realism and the sort of speed and tone they were going for yeah and i like how i like how they um hid the loading times in the cutscenes too so it yeah felt although fluid. i mean like, yeah i was i was really surprised that when i first booted up the game and every time you go into start it does have a proper loading screen yeah with a percentage which i was kind of like hmm they've not had to do that before Really? But yeah, in, in game you don't see you don't see the loading times like they're there, but you don't see it. Yeah, it's hidden in the cutscenes because when you're playing on speedrun mode, yeah, I use I skip the cut the cutscenes and then you'll see the loading screen. So like, oh okay, they're hidden. Uh, okay, they're hidden. Yeah, interestingly, speaking of that, did you, did you um experience any glitches at all? There was one glitch that I did find. Um, there when uh, I guess when finding fighting Nadine. Yeah, no, I mean, like before that, before the fight with Nadine, when the when I'm supposed to run and then like avoid getting shot, yeah, from the enemies, um, I tried to roll and like take yeah. cover behind a building, but I went mm. straight through it and I fell through the world oh. and I died. Okay, well, because it's re- it's really interesting because admittedly, I think it might be because I played the game a bit late. Um, it, they may have already patched it when the game first came out. I saw loads of people doing like. Uh, videos on YouTube showcasing loads of like graphical glitches with character models going really weird that I just didn't see. Oh no, yeah, I haven't but, encountered that. Yeah, but I think I think that must I think that was what was in the big five gigabyte like day one patch because I think I think I had one glitch where like I I couldn't get into the jeep or something weird like that, but it, it didn't like cause any sort of drastic damage or anything. It just it was just kind of a moment where you go, oh, it's not supposed to do that, and you carry on. Hmm. Okay. I also want to know, um, I know that in this game they introduced like a snap targeting system. Did you use that? Um, for my speed run, yes. Okay. That's fun. Uh, <laughs> it made I, it well, much easier. I kept, I, I kept it off because I thought it was going to make things too easy. Because loads of people were like, oh, I'm so happy they've in, they've included this. This is what this game was always needed. No. I got so used to playing the old games that it doesn't bother me. I guess it's just for people who are not good at aiming and shooting. Yeah. I do like the cool thing it does where if you're in a fight with other people, they'll do that thing where they'll pick up another enemy and like point them towards you and you just shoot them and they die. Oh, I never noticed that. Oh, do you not? Um, if, if you're in a fight with like Sully and Sam, they'll, gra- they'll grab an enemy like by the arms and then point them towards you and like they'll hold them still. So oh, you I can just get a, re- get a really easy, easy kill. Oh, yeah. I see them holding it, but it doesn't really point yeah. them. I just see them like sometimes I <laughs> see them last minute and then like they do the final hit. I'm like, oh, oh oops, sorry. Yeah. One, uh, yeah, and I also didn't realize that you can actually fail some areas if your partners die. Oh, really? They can die? Well, the, well, the one scene they can do it is, you know, the fight between Nadine and Sam? Yeah. They're in like a collapsing building. I thought in like standard video game way, it was going to be you could take as much time as you want. 
where I was like, I missed a jump and had to start again. I was like one second away from doing it. And then it cut back to the fight inside and showed me a cutscene of Sam dying. And it classed that as me dying. And I failed and I had to restart. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of dumb given that when you complete that, you punch someone through a building. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah. But then again, like, I will, like, but then again, like, that doesn't bother me too much because some of the set, like, even just like the more minor set pieces were so good. Because some of them felt a bit familiar, like, like when you're inside a collapsing building, like in Uncharted 2, but I just felt like it was so much more polished that it didn't bother me. Okay. Yeah, I can Mm. see that. Yeah. What did you uh, make of the grappling hook? The grappling hook was fun. Um, Yeah. It added to a mechanic. I didn't really use it that much, um, only just to traverse into a different platform. I didn't really, like, jump and try and punch somebody or try and shoot anybody. I I kept trying to want to do that, but I could never quite do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I shoot people on my ledge, and then I jump. I'm not going to jump and shoot. Yeah. Um, Yeah, most of the time, like, you need to have a particular person standing in the right place, otherwise it doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I thought, like, I understand why they put it in, and it and it did allow them to do sort of a bit more diff- different puzzles and things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even if it is a blatant Tomb Raider ripoff, the grappling hook. Yeah, in the not the new Tomb Raider games, but in the uh, sort of the PS2 era ones and the original ones, that was her like signature thing. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, you know nothing. Yeah, because I don't play those games. Yeah, they're actually quite good. Well, I well actually no, they're not. Okay, <laughs> then that's long. why. Long-time listeners of this podcast will know I have serious problems with Tomb Raider Legend. <laughs> <laughs> serious problems. But um, although I, I think it's quite interesting how this game, the Uncharted 4, has taken a lot of inspiration, I think, from the Tomb Raider reboot. Yeah, I'm sure. Um... Like, like, like all the sliding downhills and stuff. Yeah, I, that's, I, I guess that's another complaint I, I would have. There's too much of that. Yeah, that was really weird. Because like, I, I saw that once or twice, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And then I kept seeing it, and I was like, "What? What? Why are we doing? Why are we doing this again and again?" Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun to do it like like for a few few times already. But then, yeah. when you shoehorn it in to get to a certain ledge each yeah. time, I mean, like, and there was yeah, and there was times where you had to like go down a hill sideways yeah. to get across it, and it was like that that made no sense, and just yeah, I found that frustrating at times. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. If you've got anything good or bad, feel free to jump in. Uh, what did you think about the characters? I well, obviously the original characters are very, were very fleshed out. I thought Sam was very well fleshed out, mm-hmm. even though they sort of like we had no idea that Nathan Drake had family. I do feel that I don't think Nadine and Rafe were very good villains. They didn't feel very fleshed out. Yeah, they just kind of felt like he's a bad guy. And didn't kind of go any further than that. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, it's. But then I'm not. I'm not so worried about that because I think the focus of this game always was sort of like Nathan Drake and his family and his friends. So like, I'd, I'm happier that they sort of they nailed the characterization for that and and sort of did that better rather than like try and focus everything on the villain. Yeah, but that's that's, true. Just, that's just that's just me. Like I, I. I do understand people that kind of say he did feel a bit kind of half-hearted. But that's good. that's good. That's a good point. Although to be fair, like the series as a whole hasn't like hasn't all hasn't often focused on his villains apart from Uncharted 2. Like so I'm not yeah, I'm not too worried. 
Well, as in, like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me too much. Oh, that's good. But like, that, like, if, so, if someone said to me, like, you have to have at least one complaint, that would be one that I would say, like, perhaps the villain was kind of lacking. It's just your standard villain, like, just a double cross that people yeah. didn't know. And then you have the hired goon that is the leader of the militia. Yeah, and it was kind of like, yeah, I've I've seen this in every film before. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so whatever happened have... to Nadine? <laughs> Did she just get away? Um, yeah, I, yeah, because she leaves you and um, Rafe stuck on the ship. So I think we just yeah. got to assume that she escapes. Oh, okay. So Uncharted yeah. Six. I was gonna say, Uncharted, yeah, Uncharted Five. Yeah, Nadine's no, but... Revenge. <laughs> yeah, probably. But um, okay, here's a minor thing. What did you think of the music? The music, uh, was I good. think wasn't wasn't this the first game where they had a proper they had a proper music guy and a proper soundtrack? No, I think they all had a pop, proper soundtrack. Oh well, okay, okay, they definitely had a different guy because I know I think his name's Henry Jackman. He, he did the soundtrack this time, and he's not done Uncharted music before. You said Hugh Jackman, Henry Jackman, <laughs> Wolverine. Yeah, they had Wolverine. <laughs> you can hear the sound of his claws on the on the turntable. <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of annoyed they didn't quite bring back the original sort of Uncharted theme. Oh yeah, huh? I, I, they, didn't, I didn't remember hearing that. Yeah, there's a the, the, well, there's a piece of music that's called a Thief's End, and it's the bit of music that you get over the cool title sequence right at the beginning of the game that like samples bits of the music but doesn't use it in its entirety. And I was kind of like, I love that piece of music, and I was a bit sad that um they didn't they didn't bring it back. But still, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, if we well, if if people want us to make a game, we will put that music in there. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna rip it off. Yeah, and even if like it has nothing to do with like the genre of the game, like we could be doing like a dating sim, and that music's just gonna play when you lose. <laughs> no, but that, no, surely when you win, because that music's really upbeat, like and sort of empowering. No, I mean like if you lose, you play that, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess it's not a, a complete lose. <laughs> no, you, 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 no, you just play a random snippet of someone going, Nate. <laughs> My name's not Nate. Yeah, it just yeah. Even though you, even though they're clearly not called Nate, it just has that. <laughs> exactly. And that Voodoo oh, Yeah, we're definitely definitely gonna do that. Even if we get sued by Naughty Dog, please don't sue us. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Because this doesn't have to be a hugely long episode. I just wanted to get in touch with a fellow Uncharted fan and just get some have the discussion. Uh, what are your favorite moments in the game? Uh, I would say. The jeep chase, climbing up the clock tower, and the epilogue, probably. Okay. How about you? Uh, mine would be the house. When you're inside the house, after the attic, just the whole bit yeah. of that. Um, I, I think any, 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 like, I guess the dialogue with, um, anytime yeah. when they have dialogue with the, the characters, it would be my favorite. Because I just like hearing them talk about, banter and yeah like that was the quite thing but i think they made a lot of the bits of the game more serious but they were still kind of like it was a bit more light-hearted and more banter in with that character interaction yeah like uh, i think it that's how they sort of kept that sort of slightly lighter tone mm-hmm. but um yeah that's i can't think of anything much more i want to talk about okay. uh so i i was i suppose we should wrap things up so we just said uh, john i'm going to give you a chance to do some promotion so Promotion. To promote your podcast and yourself and anything you're doing, and you're giving me a promotion. No, I'm I'm allowing you to promote yourself. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I've, talking with you is just. 
this is the fun thing. I'm like, if I'm not the host, I'm just gonna yeah. de- derail everything. Oh, well, this is the last time I invite you on this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, so you can uh, check us out at One Track Gamers. Uh, you can follow us on at One Track Gamers on Twitter. You can email us at One Track Gamers at Gmail dot com. Um, podcast every Tuesday. Yeah, and you get you get really famous people on. I'm really jealous. Yeah, I mean it's it's just people I'm interested in talking to. I just ask them like, "Hey, are you interested in this one?" Then, "Oh, okay, cool." Um yeah. our our latest guest was um something me and Corey have been watching since we were in high school or after high school actually. It was a uh, Pure Onage, uh Jeff LaPere. And it was uh, really really fun talking to him. Yep. I have listened to that episode. I couldn't It was very enjoyable. You could really tell that you and Corey were passionate fans. Yeah. Um I would recommend it to i mean i don't know if it'll be like the comedy will be good for you because you are a fan of video game high school oh yes yes and this is this is kind of might be right up your alley because these guys are it's pretty much like a mockumentary thing um where the brother who the person i was we were talking to kyle um records his brother who's jeremy and he's wants to be a pro gamer okay and that's pretty much the gist of it Okay, that sounds cool. I'll give it a look. But yeah, one day I'm going to one-up you when it comes to guests. I'm going to be like, hey, John, I managed to get Lara Croft on the podcast. <laughs> and just not, just not tell you. It's not about one-upping. It's just about... Um, oh, come on. It kind of is. If, no. if, you were, if you were able to turn around one day and be like, hey, I got Nolan North on the podcast, I'd be like, I can't believe you've done this. Well, yeah, I'd be happy for you guys. I mean, like, what, it's not a competition. Uh, it kind of is. No. I, 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 make, I feel like it's competition. Okay, then I guess we're just, we're way ahead of you, so oh, take, take uh, that. Anyway, I've, I've got way off topic. Uh, you can find, uh, you can find this, our podcast, Gamers That Borders, at Gamers That Borders, uh, on Podbeam, also on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, and lots of other places besides. You can email us at gwbpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at GWBpod. If you liked this Uncharted 4 chat, I will leave a link to the written review that I made for my own blog. So you can give that a read if you'd be interested. Uh, Even if you don't like the words, there are some nice pretty pictures on there. So I I recommend you look at that. And any fans of Games That Borders will be very happy because if I can edit this in time, you'll have two episodes this week because... At the time of recording, tomorrow. Um, at the time we're recording this episode now, we'll be recording our E3 episode tomorrow with special guests. We're going to go through what we liked uh, and enjoyed about E3, so that should be fun. And I'd imagine that John is also planning some big E3 stuff as well. Nah, really? <laughs> no, we like are. Last, we last are. Year you, did a, you did a two-part episode. Yeah, not this week. Um, we were planning to do another episode. Like, nah, I just I don't have any time. Yeah, I have no idea how long our E3 special is going to be. <laughs> oh, it, it could be like two hours. <laughs> oh yeah, there's so much to talk about. Yeah, I'm, I've made notes on every single game. <laughs> oh really? Yep. Okay, your, really... your podcast is too long then. It's not, well, we're, we're probably not going to talk about every game, but I wanted to just make sure I had stuff. Okay. But anyway, thanks very much for listening. Uh, I want to thank John for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure to have this nice little informal chat with you. You're always welcome on the on uh, the, on Gamers Without Borders if you ever want to come back and meet the team proper. Yeah, cool. Thanks for having me. That's right. Anytime. Um, well, remember you can hear more of John every week, uh, every Tuesday, and yeah, you'll hopefully hear from the rest of the Gamers Without Borders team soon enough. But for now, bye bye.
拜。